0: Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast, thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. I don't have many friends my age that are grandparents yet. Although it's you know completely plausible, my oldest is twenty.
1: Oh my god!
0: Uh, right? I mean, that would be weird for me to be a grandpa, wouldn't it?
1: I bet you. I'll put money on it. I'll put. I'll buy you lunch if in three years you get that phone call.
0: Uh, he'd be out of college and having his first real gig. I yeah, yeah maybe. I don't know. I mean, it's like I said, it's plausible. But uh, I was at our cabin this weekend working on a few things, and it's very. I like that environment because uh, there are um kind of parents like my age that live next to us. There are some younger couples that have places there, but most of these people are retired, yeah. and they will live there pretty much all summer, and then they'll snowbird somewhere else. Right. And as I'm kind of cleaning up, I see uh, his name's Lloyd. Uh, whatever, I doubt he listens. Uh, and he was telling me that they have—I um, I don't know—you don't. It's not a trailer house, but it's a like a—it's like a—it's not a cabin either. It's—I know of what a, you're talking
1: about. I've it's seen them like off the highway. A permanent
0: fifth wheel, I guess, or something like that, sure. right? So he and his wife have had a place there for 35 years, and their granddaughter got her head cut caught. Sorry, caught in the spindles in their deck. Mm. And he had to get the chainsaw out and because they couldn't get her head out. Yeah. Somehow she got her head in the spindles and couldn't get it out. And she was wigging it out. So oh. Lloyd's got to get out the chainsaw yeah. and cut it out. And he was telling me about it. And I couldn't stop laughing because all I could imagine was this poor little girl and her hands flailing <laughs> and then Grandpa Lloyd grabbing the chainsaw and having to cut the railing apart to get her head out. Yeah. And I thought, well, this would be a great time to start opening things up for the I got stuck stories. There's one in the news about firemen had to come and get a traffic safety cone off a four year old's head because they were doing construction down the street. She went down there. The guys are on their big pavers and everything like that. She grabbed one of the cones and pulled it down on her head like a hat
1: and they couldn't get it off her head. Now, it's cute. Four years old. But when you're 24, it's not cute. I love the ones that go end up like get they get wasted and they go to a park and they get in a swing. Like the girls. The little swing. girl the little boy swings. Yeah. And then they have to cut the rubber off and the you know, they have their big super powered scissors from the fire department. My sister, we had a shed in the backyard and it had a a hole about this big. And or she reached her little fat arms in it when she was younger. And the fat, you know, like bloop, and then you can't get it back in. And she was stuck out there. I had gone inside, didn't even realize. I would walk she around the other side,
0: give her high fives.
1: <laughs> <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but she she was out there for, I would say, a good half hour, 45 minutes with her arm <laughs> through that hole. And then my grandpa's like, Where is Emma? how they
0: end up getting, they have to grease her up? How'd um, they get it back out?
1: No, he just kind of like, uh, I don't know how he did it. I think he had, like, a little hand sand type thing, like a sander. Okay. Sheet, and he just went around and around. I don't know. I
0: got enough where the friction was less and less. Sadly, she was freed. How long do you think she could have survived out
1: there? I don't know. Days? Yeah, probably.
0: So I thought this would be a perfect time. Your kids are probably in school, so you won't be too embarrassed right now. But and then you can even call in on your kids, too. The time you got your head stuck in the banister... The time you got your arms stuck in the cookie jar. Somewhere, somehow, you got stuck stories. I got time to take one round of these. So if you want to call now, I'd love to have you on the show. I feel like I know I'm getting really, really old when I laugh hard about kids getting their heads stuck stories. So uh, kind of wrapping up the season at our cabin on Saturday. And one of the older guys that has like a, a fifth wheel, permanent fifth wheel there, he was telling me, he's like, you know, And it's crazy because I'm working hard, like I'm by myself, I'm shuffling stuff, I'm cleaning stuff, I'm fixing stuff, I'm purging water lines, stuff like that, and this old guy comes up, he's got a a place back there, he's like, how are you, where are the kids, what are they doing, and he he goes, tell you the funniest thing, and he shows me out the back window because I can see his place, his deck is all jacked up, like missing railings and stuff, and he goes, you know what happened there? I go, oh my god, did a tree fall on it or something? He goes... My granddaughter got her head cut in the spindles. Oh and I'm like, what? And so we had to take the chainsaw and cut them off. They couldn't get her head off. She was panicking.
1: That's that would be the worst just to watch them flail like that. How'd you get it in? You can't get it out. Um, is Brenna on the line? No. OK, so do you remember that girl that stuck her head in the tailpipe? Remember when she called? Her, or her friend called? kind of do.
0: Like, the, the boyfriend or a dad have the giant tailpipe? Like no, the, where's
1: the text? It was at Winstock. Don't you remember? It was all over the news. Don't you remember? I think
0: I'm trying to not. The friend
1: know. called in to our show, like, the next day. Well, like, how do you
0: get a tailpipe that
1: big? She found it. And then just put her head in it. Yes. <laughs> and they not get it out. And they were they were on the Jimmy Kimmel show. Oh,
0: I don't remember this now. Because they
1: were making fun of him. You... You okay, don't I'll keep an eye out for it. I'll find the
0: photo. Hi, hi, Angie. How are you?
2: Good. How are you?
0: Good. Who got stuck? I, me. Oh, where'd you get stuck? It was me. In the laundry chute. Please tell. <laughs> Let's go into this now. Uh,
1: laundry chutes are like eight by eight. How? Well,
2: I was like four and I had this like really awesome idea that I was going to go down the laundry chute and land in something, you know, and uh, it it didn't turn out that way.
3: How far yeah, down, yeah. Did, how far down did he get? Uh,
2: not that far because my, my leg was hanging out, my body was in there, and my leg was contorted.
0: Oh. Now, how'd they get you after, like, uh, I'm guessing a couple of things. They had to pull you back out the way you came, right?
2: Um, Eventually, yes. Uh, but, it, yeah, they tried everything. You but,
0: have, like, that mean older brother it. that tried yeah. to throw clothes on top of you or take a whiz on you or something like that. <laughs>
2: No, no, I was the oldest, so you know I was kind of the dumbest at the time. How but, long were you uh, in there, yeah, Angie? the fire department, had to be called, and it was amazing.
0: How long were you stuck?
1: Uh, about forty minutes. Oh man, I'm getting flashbacks to like McDonald's tubes and stuff. I know that feeling. I how how was your breathing getting labored? Were you panicking? Like, get me out of here.
2: Um, I wanted to get out, but everyone
1: was like, "You just need to
2: stay calm. We're going to get you out." And I'm like, um, "Okay, well, I'm stuck here now." Yeah. So.
0: When the fire department shows mm-hmm. up and they got to get you out of there, did they have to destroy part of your parents' home, or was it just they just kind of yank
2: you out? No, goodness, they, they didn't. No, <laughs> no. Now
0: I, I don't, I don't. I'm for sure not smarter than most firemen. I don't want to uh, appear that way. But this wasn't something mom or dad could just help you get unstuck with. They actually had to call the fire department.
2: Yeah, well, by the time they got there, between mom and neighbor and another neighbor, they, they got me out. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, well, they still
1: talk about amazing. you today. So yeah,
0: that's I'm glad that you could share with us. Oh, and thank we're, you. From now oh, on, thank whenever you. you call the show, you got to say, uh, this is Angie, The stru- uh, I got the uh, the stuck in the, what was it, the, 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 the laundry chute lady? The laundry
2: chute, yeah. Make sure and identify yeah.
0: yourself that way so we know you okay. <laughs> oh, sounds great. Thanks, Angie. Have a good morning. I got time for one more of these calls real quick. Hi, Tammy. How are you?
4: I'm doing good, thanks.
0: Ah, uh, who got stuck?
4: <laughs> so, my auntie used to do daycare, and she went to make lunch or whatever, and she had the kids all kind of set up so they couldn't get hurt. One of them escaped into the bathroom and took one of the training toilet seats that you'd sit inside a regular toilet yeah. yeah, so they don't fall through and put it on their head. <laughs> oh, man. And they couldn't get it off. Oh, And so she calls their mom because she can't get it off. And she's like, you can just leave it there. So this two-year-old walked around with this toilet head around their neck all day. Oh, my God. And when their mom got there, they used like a half a jar of Crisco, greased him up, and pulled it off over their head.
1: That
0: kid didn't panic walking around with the toilet seat around his neck for hours?
1: No, he thought it was cool. We could all only hope to have a go-with-the-flow attitude like that. Like, just have a toilet seat around your neck, but go about your business. That's pretty impressive. Plus,
0: the unsanitary situation there, you know what I mean? Like, that had to have urine and stuff all over it, right? Yuck. I don't think he thinks of that.
4: Well, you would think but I'm sure she cleaned it up quite well once it was stuck yeah. Good story. and Good story. you do anyway because it's daycare but then the other part of it is you should have seen him try to eat with the toilet and
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Next. laughs> uh, now Another post from Aunt Nora.
1: Below is a video of a turtle getting a belly squirt brush. Note, not the turtle's real laugh. Walked down to the dam to see if I could find one of my own. No luck. Her friend Carol. Wouldn't that be funny if this was the real laugh? Nora says, sure would.
4: That was another post from Cat's Aunt Nora. Put my computer
1: up because this is the laugh she had to make sure people knew wasn't the real turtle laugh. (laughs) Oh, my God. Is Nora on
0: anything other than Facebook or is that just it? Oh,
1: my God. Wouldn't that be great? I don't know. I would really like
0: to get her uh, her thoughts a little bit more intricately in, like Twitter.
1: Is she on the gram?
0: No. No.
1: Uh, This TikToker's mom has a very unique laugh. He had posted it A little bit ago, and then there was so much response about it that they were shopping at Walmart. He's like, Let's do it again. Hey, mom,
0: the people want you to laugh again, so I gotta make it happen. Oh, (laughs) man. Wasn't nothing wrong with last time? Look, here's what I I just wanna hear you get a little bit of a laugh out because the people wanna hear your joy that your laugh sounds so delicate. (laughs) No, there it was. Hold on. What was that? Delicate laugh one more time.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Hold on.
1: (laughs) Yuck. They're saying that it's only really a kazoo. Did she swallow a Furby? I, that's what I thought. Kazoo first.
0: I thought she had a kazoo.
1: <laughs> that is so.
0: Her throat, <laughs> I, I, my throat hurts for her throat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine living weird.
0: with that woman. We love when you guys come to us with dilemmas because our audience is a, an amazing group therapy situation. And this is the phone call we took from Teresa a little bit ago. I want you to listen to how she describes what happened when she rolled up to a relative's house.
3: Yeah, so I was going to pick up my son. He was with my aunt and uncle, and I parked, and I could hear my uncle. He was in his garage, which is also his workshop, and he was talking with a neighbor, and he was absolutely trashing my aunt, like oh, his no. wife. Yeah, and I he called her some of the worst names I've ever heard. And I always thought he was so nice, and so now I just feel like he's a stranger. Yeah. I'm just wondering if I should tell my mom, because it's her sister.
0: Oh.
3: Or, yeah, or do I just stay uninvolved, you know? I'm
1: usually
0: a watch-your-bobber kind of person. I think that's where I'm sitting right here. Like really? This is one of those things you just forget. and uh, I
1: would run and tell that on the mountain. I, I would go tell my mom, like, you need to figure out a way to... Work it into a conversation because he can't be talking to the community like that about his wife. But that's what if he's just right.
0: venting? Like, I mean, uh, d- tell me you don't About vent. what? I don't know. I mean, but that's like, again, it's none of your business. That's aunt and uncle's business. And hey, by the way, I uh, it, when you said some of the worst names possible, like, I'm pretty sure we all thought one word first, right?
1: Did he use that one word? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty bad. Regardless,
0: regardless, listen, I'm going to stand firm on this. Even the
1: way your face looks right now, you're going to stand firm on this because that's pretty bad. And I think it's
0: a really crappy situation, but I don't think it's any of your business. Like you are good. If you're going to go and say something to somebody that creates a problem that hadn't been created until you took motion. Therefore, I think you need to stay out of it. I feel
1: like it's almost a death for you where you have this uncle who is this sweet guy your whole life. And now you're like, wow, you can say this stuff about your wife. That'd be pretty terrible. Yeah,
3: it's almost like a grief I'm feeling of just like, oh, he is not who I thought he was.
1: If you heard
0: your uncle, let's say you go home for the weekend and you roll up and you hear your uncle having a beer on the side of the garage with somebody, but he is dogging out your aunt. You're going directly to her to say, hey, Uncle Bill is really, really using some bad language about you back out back by the
1: garage. You would say that to her? I, I would tell my mom. It's my mom's Oh, job so you're going to bring a, a whole sister. bunch of other
0: people into this complex problem. It's my mom. Oh, yeah.
1: But yeah, I would. I think that there's nothing more despicable than to speak about your spouse in that way. I think it's kind of embarrassing to do so. Um, I joke about Derek getting poop on our shower curtain, but I would never like call him outside of his name or say nasty things about him to the public. I think that that's terrible. So, yeah, he needs to be taught a lesson. Uh,
0: Diana, do you ever find yourself having to scrub your shower curtain, the poop off it because your husband is such a flinger?
1: No. Okay, Thank good. God. Oh, good.
0: Okay, well, we've already got past that then. So let's say you roll up and you hear another family member just going to town about somebody else, like an aunt and uncle. Do you tell her? Do you tell the aunt?
1: Um. No, I would confront him. You would, you would talk I'd to conf- your uncle. You'd walk right in there and say, excuse you, what are you talking about? Yep. Oh, wow. Yep. I'm not like that.
4: I'm I'm straight up like that. I wouldn't allow that, and
1: and then I would tell my aunt. Okay. What I did to him,
0: you're gonna you're gonna rattle his cage, it's, and then are, you're gonna tattle. Those are
1: fighting words. No, those are fighting words. This, this is your mom's <laughs> sister, and to hear yes. a man whom you've called uncle for so long, like your whole life, and then to hear yeah. him say that about a woman you love is gross, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yes.
0: I like that you're confrontational, because I wake up most mornings looking for a fight. I like that you're like me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Diana. Have a great morning. You too. Take care. Bye. Uh, hey, Becky, how are you feeling today? Pretty good. How are you? Good. Wouldn't you agree this is none of your damn business and stay out of it?
3: So, typically, I would not agree. However, like with this one, I kind of agree with you. Yeah. Um, you agree it, with who? With JJ. JJ. Oh. Because no, pretty much because no good deed goes unpunished. If you, like, start to say stuff, maybe it could turn everybody's feelings around, like, and they, like, you. they might get mad at you for, like, instigating or, you know, starting something. And
1: Yeah. And what know. if you took I it out of context just, and now everybody's
0: arguing because of what you said, you know what I mean?
3: Right. And then I would feel really stupid. And I, I couldn't do that. I might. Do what the first lady said, and maybe just confront him. It, depending on like, I don't know. I don't have a lot of uncles, so depending on who it was, if it was the one uncle, yeah, I would be like, yeah, he always talks smack about people, you know. So it's really nothing new. No, there's but, talking
1: smack about someone from the bar, and then there's completely ruining your wife's name behind her back. Like that, that those are two totally different things. Yeah. So
3: I. I mean, it is it is a sticky situation, but I would just kind of, like, wait and let it play out a little bit more and see, you know, like, what is happening. I'm just not looking like, have
4: for
3: a, more problems. Have, I'm not either. And do they have a good relationship otherwise than just that time? Uh, like, there's, there's probably something more to it that you didn't see yeah and maybe the
1: aunt now can say oh he's at this point then maybe we need to be done and i can move on with life and maybe find somebody that treats me better so maybe you set her free
0: hey thanks becky i really appreciate your thoughts this morning i got time for one more real quick hey felicia hey are you gonna make a problem out of this or uh what's going on how confrontational are you
3: Oh, I would, I would confront the uncle right away as soon as I heard it, and oh. it would be something like how disappointed I am that I thought you were a better person and something to that effect. Yeah. Well, maybe so, that well, could change
1: it. him. Do you think that could change him from not talking about her behind her back? Like, I, I think it would make him realize, like, oh, hey, my niece just overheard me,
3: you know, disrespecting my wife, who is a woman, and she's a woman, and now she looks at me differently. Um, and the fact that if he's saying such bad things behind her back, think
1: about what he says to her face. Yeah. Or maybe he yeah, doesn't. Some people maybe are cowards just... and they say
0: nothing to each other's face. And then they say yeah. a whole bunch of stuff behind their back. That's what cowards do.
1: And being in your workshop does yeah. not give you full, uh, full carte blanche to go ahead and, and call your You don't your think wedding. that's like a
0: solitude, of, a fortress of solitude. and say whatever you want.
1: No. 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 Well,
3: if even if you pick up any marriage book, that's like rule number one: is you don't talk smack behind your person's back. Like you can pick at each other if you have that kind of relationship to each other when you're together around people. But that's like a number one no no. You don't do that in a relationship. Oh, I
0: tell my kids how awful my wife is all the time.
1: Isn't that great? Kid,
0: <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> so, but so yeah, bottom line is, yeah. you're you're going to confront this situation.
1: Yep. Almost yep, everybody.
0: Almost everybody that's texting in is like, "Absolutely, you got to talk to the uncle or blow this up." I can't believe I'm the only one that's like, "No, watch your bobber, don't make a problem."
1: No, I'd go right.
0: I to feel my all mom. alone. All right, well, hey, thanks, you Felicia. Pick up,
3: pick up your family.
0: I know you guys are trying to burn through some uh, vacation redemption certificates through yeah. the airlines. You thinking about someplace tropical, maybe?
1: No, no, we are not going to do anything tropical right now. Um, not for a long time. Like we had. Um, and you know that I've had flashbacks, and it is not a good situation when I think of what happened on our last tropical oh. trip. It was, um, it was crazy. I and I still think that it's unbelievable to this day. We won for some weird reason through a sweepstakes this trip to a tropical island. We were bused from the airport on a private shuttle. Um, we had snacks, drinks waiting for us. We get there. This is a Six star, if that were even possible, resort. Beautiful. And we're shown around, given a private tour. And Derek's like, what did we do to, you know, deserve this? This is crazy. It's just like a random sweepstakes giveaway. And I said, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we just got really lucky. And so the guy that's running the resort's like, listen, I don't do this for everybody. But if you want, in the morning, get up early, get your bags packed. We're going to take you to this private beach that only the locals know about like like a setup. Nobody ever goes to it. It's kind of our thing. So we're going to shuttle you over there with a few people and you guys can have a day of fun in the sun. And Derek and I are like, Oh my God, this is crazy. And so we woke Liam up, we got in the shuttle, they bring us there and the guide is kind of like too quick to, you know, didn't even want to show us around or anything like that. He goes, "Listen, if you just head through this uh walkway, you'll get to the beach. There's no way you can get lost. Enjoy your day and I'll see you for um pickup at whatever time." So we get there and we see some other people on the beach. That's great. That's awesome. Hold, hold
0: on one second. Okay. Good morning. What can we do for you?
1: is she trying to call it that she's from the M. Night Shamalafo the old I don't know what you're talking about I was there and I aged 40 (laughs) years in one minute
0: I've never seen this movie you have what's your name Chase. And Chase, you're such a fan. You even knew that it was uh, M Night Shyamalan's *Ding Dong*.
1: That's because he's in the movie, and he's the like basically the scientist. That um, it's it's just crazy. It's Chase, hard to e- explain
0: this movie real quick. So you you, you get uh, you, you go on an island, and then you get old.
1: Yeah, everybody aged like four
4: years within like a day.
0: And then, like, you got to try and figure out how to unage, or what, what happens? Everybody just dies real fast, or what?
1: Yes, they die.
0: Oh well, this sounds like an anticlimactic, uh, stupid movie. A woman
1: got glaucoma within an afternoon, and then she couldn't see, and then her husband couldn't hear anymore because his hearing went bad. And then, lucky the, guy, the most disturbing part was this like nine-year-old girl that was there. She was like seven, and then before you know it, she's pregnant, and then Ooh. she gives birth, but it's because her body's growing. And then she gives birth and the baby dies because the baby gets super old right away. It's crazy.
0: Regardless, Chase, you're a huge winner today because you know that anytime you hear cats take somebody else's fabulous life, especially from a movie, and try and make it into her boring life, then you are a winner. What's going on right now? What are you up to? Driving to work. That a girl. Well, you know the rules. You call in, you get the swag. Congratulations. And here we go with the Monday show. Oh, oh. How's Kat?
1: I am great.
0: How's your little <laughs> man and his uh, his concussion? Is How's he doing with that?
1: Yeah, he's doing well. He's going in today for his, uh, hopefully, clearance, and he hasn't had any headaches. Uh, he's been reading a lot. He went and supported his team on Saturday in Zimmerman and uh, giving high fives and he felt pretty cool doing that. So that was nice. Uh, And it's a good
0: angle to see. And most athletes get dinged up every once in a while. And whether or not you're there to support the guys that are still working for your team is a good learning moment for a little kid. I like that.
1: He's ready, though. He's ready to get back out there. He's ready to play basketball and do all that fun stuff. So uh, he was watching videos of how to protect yourself. But I'm like, buddy, this seemed out of your control. I can only um, tell you
0: this as a coach and a former athlete, when you try to not go hundred percent because you don't want to get hurt yeah. is when you're going to get hurt.
1: Yeah. The videos were showing people going hundred percent, but it was like when you see anybody approaching or feel like anyone's approaching, just like do a certain move, whatever. But
0: I will tell you, it saved we'll my, see. it saved my uh, my son last year when he took a check from behind in yeah. the boards. If he would have not practiced turning away from it and decided to go in head first, uh, that could have been a lot worse. So there's a little bit something to having an understanding of when you're in a scary situation, what to do. So good for him.
1: Uh, Yeah, we had Why Not on Friday. So that was a beautiful event. Once again, I gave away designer shoes and uh, KCLD gave away that beautiful Michael Kors purse and wallet. So that was cool. Did they give it away to you? Um, no. They give they it away to Tara? Didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Mu- I may or may not have met somebody in an alley after. Uh, and then we had the breast cancer walk. That was cool. Raised about $2,000. So that was fun uh, to get on out and meet Brandy's family. Brandy spoke.
0: People are awesome. People Pe- are just so awesome. People in general. there's, And we talk about people that are idiots in the news all the time. We talk about bad people on the show because we talk about a lot of relationships. But people just in general are awesome. Awesome,
1: yeah, it was uh, it was a fun event and it was so quick. I think that that was the theme of what people were saying. We love that this is 60 minutes long, it is like in and out. You got the point across, and now we're on with our day. I went grocery shopping after that. I watched Hocus Pocus, you see my sweatshirt. Oh, yeah, and uh, I fell asleep. <laughs> All the hype of Hocus Focus too, and I fell asleep, we but finished- I was so tired. So. finished Dahmer over the weekend. You did. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I got get get to get all the way through. No, we finished Cobra uh, Kai. Hey, you jackasses uh, that added. The, I'm just telling you. Don't tell they, me anything. They, they, they talk about it. Freaked me out, man. <laughs> I tried to keep it together, <laughs> but there's a portion of the show dedicated to John Wayne Gacy.
1: Yep. Of course they were. Mm. Of course. Of course they'd slip Man, that in for it, you.
0: It it shook me.
1: Yeah. It really did.
0: I did not sleep well last night because of that.
1: Do you ever wonder, like sometimes I wonder who's listening right now. Are we on someone's radio and they're in their garage doing something terrible? Do you ever wonder that? Never
0: had done one on until now. Are we on
1: their Alexa and are they in their basement doing something that will be in the news someday? I always wonder that. need that
0: kind of pressure. Truly do. Uh, Can I tell you a story? Please. I need to tell you a story about a boy. A boy who grew up in humble beginnings Mm -hmm. and worked his way up to being half of an idiot morning show. And along the way, that boy decided... He was going to get out of his comfort zone, and he was going to spend seventeen dollars and ninety-nine cents on a water bottle. And he spent, but I
1: spend sixteen on a carafe, and I get railed.
0: This boy four years ago spent seventeen dollars on a water bottle.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because of a couple of things. Number one, it's a clean canteen. Therefore, nothing will ever come off in the water. Plus, it's triple insulated.
4: How many years ago?
0: Four years ago. Oh, oh, okay. Four years ago, I bought this water bottle. And it's perfect for the show because engineers always want something in here that is capped. So it caps. And it works perfect. If I'm going to go somewhere, I can just clip it onto my backpack. And three weeks ago, I brought this to our football game at St. John's. And I set it down. As I was helping the team get ready. And as we left that night on the bus, I went, oh.
1: You left it?
0: My water bottle got left at St. John's on the football fields <laughs> three weeks ago. So I pouted. I prayed. I felt like a member of my family had just disappeared. I went and I even bought another water bottle to use here on the show. Mm-hmm. And then this Friday night, our homecoming, we get off the bus and the boys are in the field house getting dressed. It's a beautiful night. And I walk to the field and out of the corner of my eye, what do I see? It was still my water bottle three weeks later. Oh, my God. Nobody picked it up. Do you know how many soccer and football games have been played at Clemens Stadium since we played there? Yeah. Like 20. That's
1: crazy. And it was still
0: there. So I took it, and I took it under my arm, and I walked it inside, and I scrubbed the hell out of it. Yeah. And then I went, I don't know what anybody might have done in that water bottle. So I stuffed it in my bag quick, and I took it home, and I ran through the dishwasher twice. And right now, with your support, I can say...
1: Oh, yeah. <sighs> Take a swig out of that clean canteen.
0: I have my water bottle back. What a good story. It felt so good.
1: Play this audio because this is, um, I love the middle finger. I love the concept. I don't like when I get it. I'll tell you the last time I got it was not too long ago. But this is a commercial campaign out of New Zealand. And they're raising awareness for getting tested for Hep C. And they're flicking off Hep C.
2: Hep C,
3: we have one thing to say. <laughs> Stick <it. laughs> If you reckon you could have been exposed to hepatitis C, there's an easy fingerprint test to find out. Oh. And a new cure that for most people takes just eight weeks, which means there's no reason to feel judged for your past and every reason <laughs> to get tested and stick it to hep C. <laughs>
0: Wait, did he just say... People? Can I hear the end of that again? Do they talk about getting judged from your past and then there's a giggle in there? Which means there's
3: no reason to feel judged
0: for your past and every reason <laughs> to get tested yes. and stick it to Hep
1: I I don't know why the laugh was thrown in there. I think it's more of a visual. Visual. Okay. It's a commercial that's running where everyone's just giving the finger to Hep C. Because
0: you can get a finger prick and then find out whether or not you have Hep C. And yeah, then, but don't uh, you
1: remember Pam Anderson? Like, she was... Like ostracized for having Hep C. That was just she like, got it from a transfusion, right? She got it from Tommy.
0: Oh, well, that makes more
1: sense. Okay, so I, I was like, "That's so horrible to do that to somebody." Uh, she didn't realize she was going to contract it. No one, nobody would ever do that on purpose. But they
0: pulled this thing off the <laughs> air because of the middle finger, right? Yeah,
1: which I think is really funny. Okay, so the last time I got it was three weeks ago, and I'm driving, minding my own business. I was singing to like I don't know. A- Ava Max, okay. you know, and I was just j- jamming out Getting in my it. own world. Yeah. Okay. And I'm driving and I didn't realize I was going not as fast as the person wanted me to in the left lane. So I just move over. I get in the right lane. I see that they want to get around me. So I start driving. She drives past me. She's got her vape like this. And just flicking me off without even looking at me.
0: That's the worst. You, listen. Coward. Yep, that is an actual cowardly task, to flick someone off without making eye contact, look me in my soul, and flick me off if you're going to do it.
1: So, because I would have done one of my faces, you know, like, (laughs) or I would have, like, laughed a little bit because it was funny. I don't (laughs) mind the middle finger. I really don't. Uh, There are some people that just get so upset about it. What is one way that you... Show your disdain at other drivers.
0: I just tell, oh, oh, that's you. Listen, don't do this because this is wrong to do. But I will, I will do. If it's a sixty-five mile an hour ah. zone, if somebody is being a jerk behind me, I will sidle up to the car in the right lane and I'll do fifty-six, and I'll do that. Why? For 10, I will cut just cause. Listen,
1: haven't you seen on the news lately know, how terrible know, road know, rage can get?
0: I, listen, I'm of the oppre- uh, impression. That if this is the way God's going to take me, yeah. then that's uh, my, my. Uh, I believe we all have a clock. And if my clock runs out because somebody's going to shoot me on the highway, yeah. but just don't be a d- dink. I don't
1: want you know our mean? world to get to the point where we're so woke that we can't do the middle finger anymore. So my uncle, my great uncle, my dad's uncle, okay, he was sheriff for Anoka for decades, okay? And That's how he would say hello. That's how he would say goodbye. And
0: nobody asked for his badge because they knew he was just being a fun guy.
1: He was in his 80s and across the room at a wedding reception. (laughs) You would pan over. You'd feel you'd feel the middle finger looking at you. And that's how he would say, like, that's his endearing way of saying, hello, I love you. How's it going? So I
0: do that to people, too. Every once in a while, I'll see them from across the room and I'll just flick them off. Really? Because what do you do then? You giggle at it. Yeah. Because you don't do it because you hate somebody. You know, this is the same thing as the ship your pants thing. Yes. You know what I mean? Like they couldn't run the commercial on TV because too many people are too well. These TV. Exe- Here's the problem. I ship
1: the, my mattress.
0: <laughs> network TV executives, the people that work for NBC, CBS or ABC are all now, the people that lead these companies, 70-year-old white dudes. And they've been doing it since the 70s when everybody was so uptight. And then the yuppies came through, and then the hipsters came through, and now they don't know what to do, but they don't want to turn off the the big advertiser, right? Yeah. Nissan is spending a trillion dollars with them and somebody from Nissan might not like it, so they won't air it. I hate that.
1: I don't know. Are we out of the norm? Should we get more woke about the middle finger or should we just accept it?
0: I had a kid give me the middle finger this summer.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: At a baseball tournament. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Well, so, so that's unsportsmanlike. Well, he was the deal. Like we were up by like 10 or 11. Yeah. And so I just, I, I, sometimes I'll call pitches and, uh, and we didn't, my son wasn't catching. So I was calling pitches mm-hmm. and I just asked for three curve balls in a row and, uh, <laughs> which is kind of stupid, yeah. but the kid threw them and he missed all three of them by like 18 inches. Right. And as he's walking back to the dugout, I was like, "That was awesome." So I'm, I'm so no, i was not doing it to him; I was doing it to our pitcher. Oh. I'm walking out to our pitcher to meet him at the line or uh-huh. whatever, and the kid just turns around and goes mm, like that. And I was like, "What?" And it, there's it—it it, it increases the funny level <laughs> yeah. when you have batting gloves on, right? Because it's like a hamburger helper, big finger coming out there, right? <laughs> yeah. He just turned around. And I go, "That was awesome." And he turns around and goes, mm. and he had the the teeth grit thing.
1: Yeah. And I was like, "Wait, wait you're 14? Why are you flicking me off?" I want to take a poll. You good with the? Middle middle finger or... (laughs) Why do you have to look at me like that? All right, bail. What's trending? What's trending? The NFL's concussion protocol have been under... The spotlight the past week, so watching this video is very tough. My child in about 90 minutes is going to his doctor appointment to get cleared from his previous concussion. This is Tua valoa and he gets tackled and just
4: with the awesome. brain and down he goes. Slung down in his own forty-eight yard line.
0: This is where they realize something bad happened. Josh Tupu right here. And-
1: Uh So his hands were um, like something out of a horror movie. They were bent back in ways that your hands can't bend. And I, I don't know if I would advise watching it, but he's a Miami Dolphins quarterback. And um, it looks like they are releasing a statement very soon as to how the changes are going to happen in the NFL when it comes to concussion protocol. I was pro- protocol, so. talking
0: to the other football coaches Friday night about this, and everyone was buzzing about it. And like we, we, we go through so much training to understand the concussion protocol and what to look for, especially with the athletes, the youth athletes. Yeah. And uh, and it was so crazy because right, I was listening to it on the radio And I heard the idiot broadcasters going, oh, it looks like you might have a sprained finger or a dislocated finger. And I was like, and here was the worst is one of those broadcasters was a former player. You know, when somebody has a a traumatic brain injury, one of the telltale signs is they do these claw things with their hands because they can't, their mind can't wrap around what happened. Mm -hmm. And so their body starts doing weird things. And as soon as I heard it. On the radio, they're like, oh, he's holding his fingers in front of his face. I'm yeah. like, that guy got his egg scrambled really, really bad. And um But it was
1: just a, a game before where he... Was knocked down, and then he tried to get up, and he physically was like, yeah. Just to see him suffer like that, they need to the, the figure protocol it
0: out. to 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 keep these athletes mentally safe. Yeah. has got to be increased, and it's uh, it, it, the bottom line is we see any of our youth athletes go through something like that. They are sitting for weeks. Yeah, not just a little bit of time to try and get your team to the playoffs. It's pretty sad.
1: All right, so the latest viral trend on TikTok it is showing people tanning their buttholes. Uh, it's called Perennium Sunning, and it's the latest craze. Mm. And it has. Is this
0: sexy or nasty? <laughs> this is
1: awful. Okay. If I walked outside and saw anybody doing that. You just got to have ass up. You have to, sh- yes, full contact with UV rays to that area. and Did you get
0: burned really fast? There? You
1: do it only for three minutes, and it helps lead to better sleep, more energy, and then a <laughs> so, higher libido. No, it that Does cancel none itself of that out.
0: It does none of that. Some
1: guy said, I want to see how
0: many hot moms in my neighborhood. I'm going to start a hashtag
1: on TikTok. Let's see how many people will sun their perennium sunning. Oh, my God. I just can't with that. Gross. What's Halloween about? Costumes and candy. Don't you know what happens on Halloween? Make them give you candy!
0: Everyone that we know is just giving out candy. What an awesome Halloween! We're
4: going for name candy only this year. Just hit the bag, we hit the road. That's the way it works.
1: I might be the Tootsie Roll house with the numbers up like this. Halloween candy expected to rise in price by 34% this year due to supply chain issues. But every store has... Candy out, just expect to pay a little bit more. And then just shut off your light when you're all out. And that is what's trending. The pooping must still be an issue for Lil Nas X. He was doing a concert in Atlanta when he left his microphone on.
0: I'm on and this is like that part of the show.
1: I'm taking a mean, <laughs> mean one? Wow.
0: Be right back. This is not part of the show. Yeah. But I'll be right back. I'm doing a grumpy. We
1: have like interlude music that can just be on loop while he does what he has to do. That's so gross. You do. Yeah. Vanilla ice. This is really hard to hear because. We have two of some of the biggest icons in music touring, Vanilla Ice and Coolio, and he is talking about how he was just with him.
0: We were all together just last weekend, man. I mean, it was just a couple days ago, and uh, I never thought the last performance of his life would be on stage with me. I was just honored that he was up there with me, and we were friends. The last conversation, that's why I'm so emotional because he was telling me how much he missed his kids, how great his kids were, and that, that you know he's so proud of all of them. To see a uh, legendary hip hop artist like Coolio just talking about how awesome his kids are yeah. on the road and not worrying about the next concert or anything else like that—that we're that, that, gonna miss that guy.
1: It's really sad, and he was at that age. It's weird to think about people at that. Like Snoop Dogg is a grandfather. It's weird to think about that. All right, so Jason Bateman, he is one of the best storytellers out there. And he tells a story about uh, running over Michael Jackson. Michael
0: Jackson.
2: Ricky Schroeder and I almost ran over Michael Jackson with our bicycles. Um, (laughs) (laughs) This is while we were doing Silver Spoons at Universal. And we'd need to have our bikes because kids got to play. And Michael was there to see him. (laughs) To, uh, he was. I don't listen. Hey. He's a fan of the show and a fan of the Ricker, and uh, he, he was coming onto the stage while we were zooming off, and uh, almost took him down. Wow,
0: that's crazy!
1: Isn't that wild? So you won't ever hear like stories like that anymore. Like we have because the news breaks immediately. Hollywood.
0: Well, it, it, but it, it's it's one day. Yeah. Like he held on to this story now for thirty years.
1: Yeah, and I'm so sad that Ozark is probably never coming back. No,
0: they won't. They won't make it happen.
1: You kill off Ruth, and you're done. <gasps> Unless you haven't seen that one. But she dies at the end. All right. Blowing out their candles today, we have uh, rapper ASAP Rocky turning 34. Ashley Simpson is 38. Sean William Scott is 46. Have you seen the previews for Welcome to Flatch on Fox? No. If you like community. Sean William
0: Scott got another network TV gig.
1: No, he, he it's his. He's producing it. No way. It is. It's so funny. Oh my God. It's so deadpan. They break that third wall. It's perfect. So check it out. They all have birthdays today.
0: The Playhouse Podcast is made possible thanks to Brad, Sean, Brian Law offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 104.7 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.